welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll. And tonight, man, I am joined, I'm, I'm in great company tonight, joined by some very good friends of mine. First of all, we have the one and only Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy. We also have Anthony Amato. We like to call him Shimato. And as a special treat to us, the magnificent, triumphant return of T-Sweat. Tyler Sweat is in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Do you believe it? That is actually his voice. I'm here. Making those trumpet sounds. (laughs) So glad to be back. Dude. Missed you guys. You are... uh, you're back, man. Oh, yeah. I, I really, I felt bad. This has been a crazy time. I've missed a lot of good conversation, a lot of good things to be talking about. So I'm glad to be jumping back in on something special tonight, too. Yeah. yeah. So. I'm glad you can get into the finale, man. That's yeah. good. Yeah. That's a good talk. Convenient only, return. Only I know, around right? for the big things, you know. For the, <laughs> the we'll, heavy, we'll, the heavy might, heaters. We might keep you that way. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we... Yeah. We, uh, we did give you a fun shout-out for missing part of the Thor movie last oh, week. Oh, yes. I appreciate you sharing my my woes. Your misery. My misery. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Traffic on I-20 is the worst. <laughs> Shimada, how are you doing, man? I'm doing well, yeah. It's been a good week. Uh, we're testing our new you know, facility to mm. do our podcast today, so we'll see how it goes. We're in a new location. Yes. Yeah. First time ever. Top of the Empire State Building. Yes. I w- also known <laughs> as Shimada's house. Yeah. Very, very accurate, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much the same thing. Um, but yeah, boys, we are here to review the finale of Miss Marvel. Episode six, titled, wait for it, New Normal. No, no normal. normal. Ah, I got you. It's <laughs> no normal. <laughs> I, I didn't know that. Okay. I, promise. Well, I, promise. I was going to say, <laughs> typical, typical T-roll. Oh, son yeah. of a gun. Start the pot over. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we are here to review the finale. Big shout out to all of our listeners. Thank you for tuning in. Um, please share the podcast with some of your friends. We really appreciate you tuning in and always uh, joining us. Um, why don't we do this, guys? Before we talk about just the finale, I mean, before we get into spoilers, so we'll, we'll actually do a spoiler-free section somewhat. Overall thoughts on the series. How you guys? Uh, how did you enjoy this show? Well, I feel like, I mean, last week for sure, I was probably the most critical out of everybody here. Yeah, I did um, so. so. Really? Yeah, absolutely. You're so in a bad mood. What I'm going to say is that overall, the series, if you can take and maybe bottle up the first two episodes and the last episode, I would say it's a, it's a good series. It's a solid series. But in the middle, it kind of lost its way. And the way I see it is the first two episodes kind of felt different. Like Marvel, it felt out of their mold. Like they, they, they broke away from their typical uh, cookie cutter mold from in the episodes one and two, but then they fell kind of back into that three, four and five, which started for me was a decline. And episode five was just like, I, I, I was at my breaking point. You were on top. You were on top of the bridge. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was getting ready to jump and like abandon Marvel shows altogether. But uh, this, this finale, it kind of, it kind of settled me a little bit. I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed what they, the information that they brought. The action scenes were actually really good. Um, but overall, I would say the series is slightly above average. Slightly above slightly average. Slightly above average. Yeah, that's, okay. where I'm, that's where I'm going to stand. Yeah, I would say, um, you know, it, it was, I felt like it was a good show. And I would actually disagree a little bit with you, what you said about the first two episodes being different than what Marvel normally does. I actually found those to be pretty similar to a very popular entity that they 
basically rally around Spider-Man. I felt like it felt like a female version of Spider-Man in a lot of ways with the way that they went after the teenage experience and the way that they shot it and like the, the graphics and, you know, just the way that it was, I actually felt like it was a lot like that. Um, so, but I, I will agree that the, like the, for the most part, I liked episodes like four and five by themselves, but I don't think they were good for the series as a whole. So that that's what I would say about those because I, I enjoyed like the fact that they went to Pakistan and then they went to the past. Those were both two cool ideas, but I felt like you you can't do that in a six episode run to spend thirty three percent of your series completely outside of your um, main storyline. Yeah, main yeah. storyline. Yeah. So that's what I would say about it. Yeah, yeah. I think overall, like there were definitely some fun story elements. I'll say I, I enjoyed it overall more than I thought I would. Oh, oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I, for sure. I, I thought we were going into you know some sort of like teen drama. You know, I, I wasn't really sure what to expect, but uh, overall, I really enjoyed the characters. I, I agree with you guys. Some of the story elements were like a little disjointed. And it was like, okay, what story are you telling at this point? Um, yeah, you know, th- those things aside, though, I really enjoyed the series, and I love the the setup of Kamala Khan. I love her character. I love the the acting pretty much throughout. I think there wasn't really a a bad character in my mind that I could think of, like off the top of my head, you guys might correct me on that, on that from, or your own opinion. I, have, on I that. mean, I have one correction right off the bat, but the clandestines, but anyway, yeah, well, uh, okay. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> the evil aunt or whatever her name yeah, was. Yeah. She yeah. was probably the, the weakest of them all, but, um, but overall, like I love the family. Oh, um, absolutely. Love the, the overall storyline. I thought was pretty great. Mm, mm, mm. Interesting. Uh, let me see. How should I spin this? I think, Justin, you actually did a good job of saying probably what I'm feeling and thinking. I think episodes one and two and six, I very much enjoyed. Oh, yeah. I think episodes three, some, actually, I, I might have mostly enjoyed half three. Of, half of three, half of three I three, enjoyed. Thoroughly. All of four and five, to me, were just big flops. And like, it's, it's unfortunate because mm-hmm. I like that they went to Pakistan and all. It has nothing to do with the fact that they were in Pakistan. It was yeah. just all the to me like plot holes and things that just they didn't really explain well and again i've said this before but the clandestines to me Wait, a total bore yeah. yeah a total bore um pointless especially after watching episode six they're oh, literally yeah. they're pointless yeah like, yeah and like episode yeah it, it, exactly well, and we'll get to that we'll get yeah, to that yeah. but episode six the finale got back to jersey city yep and got back to kind of the fun high schoolers and it was like magnified because they were literally in their high school right. playing. Yeah. It was like a Home Alone movie in a high school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With like booby traps everywhere. And so some of that was silly. But overall, yeah, I mean, mostly enjoyed it. Um, I think if I just, if I focus on the villain and kind of the, the struggle and the plot, it's, it's a frustrating series. But if I focus on, like the cultural things, the fun things, the, the comedy, hero. and the hero, the hero, yeah. um, and I thought she did great. She honestly. did a phenomenal yeah, job oh, yeah, for, yeah, for yeah. being however old she actually is. I don't even know. Yeah, it's like her first real it's, acting yeah, out exactly. It's well. her big. It's her big debut. It's her big break. Yeah. yeah. So mostly enjoyed it, but far from perfect. I think that's a good segue to this next segment of our show, which is actually going to be a very big surprise for all of our listeners. 
I mentioned earlier that Tyler Sweat returned after a, I don't know, three or four week hiatus. Yeah. Sweat is in the back. Well, we actually have another surprise for our listeners. A segment of the show that we haven't had in quite some time featuring the man himself. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the return of Ryan's Rants. We have the one and only Ryan Gibbs on the line. Gibbs, can you hear me? Hey, man. Can you hear me? Yes, <laughs> he's here. There he is. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Yeah. So we're doing, doing all like right, a man. stinger for him. We do need a stinger Ryan's for him. Ryan's Rants. <laughs> Gibbs, we don't have a stinger for you, yeah. but we are very excited to have you on the podcast. How are you feeling, man? I'm feeling feeling good, man. I think uh, I've actually been here the whole time on mute. So, uh, Thanks for that. Kind of yeah. listening on what y'all. Yeah. 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 Way, to, way to pull the curtain back so, just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, uh, yeah we're, we're human here. We can, uh, we can talk about it. <laughs> we're not inhuman, that's for sure. We're certainly no. not mutants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Gibbs, but, uh, I'm going to ask you the same question for uh, that I asked the, the, the guys that are around the round table with me. Overall, thoughts on the series? Go for it. Yeah. You want me to start with positive or negative? Dude, it's Dude, Ryan's unleash, rants. unleash the beast, man. Whatever it comes to mind. <laughs> Let's go. Let's start with the bad news first. All right. <laughs> so I think so I think the first two episodes I was into them because I thought there there were possibilities. You know what I mean? It's kinda of like story starts and you're like kinda of, you're kinda of peeking around, you're like, could this guy be a villain? Could this person be a villain? What's going on? And I had my eyes on Bruno. I was like, this guy, this guy doesn't seem right. Um, but then when they actually revealed who the villains were, I was like, oh man, that door shut really quick. And I got really uninterested. <laughs> so I think for like episode three through five, I'd like watch it at night after work. And I think I dozed off in every episode. Um, which is unfortunate. And I just like finish it the next day. Um, but yeah, I just, I felt like one of those group projects, you ever had like a group project growing up and like you have strong opinions on like how you think the project should go. Um, and then like someone else in the group has like also has their strong opinion about how the project should go. And then instead of someone like taking the lead, you just try to merge the ideas and it becomes like sloppy. I felt like that, kind of the Jersey city plot and like the Pakistan plot is just kind of like mashed together and didn't really have a lot of continuity. Um, so I was like, yeah, once I went to Pakistan, I was like, this is just too much for like, you know, such a short series. And yeah, the clandestines were not what I, uh, not, not good villains. And I'm not sure I even still understand what they were about what the other dimension was about, what happened, where they went to the past. I'm not sure I understand the train and how the grandma could see the train. I was just like real confused by the whole thing. Yeah, and it all still and doesn't make get, sense. It all still doesn't make sense at all. No. And, and, and honestly, when, it's pointless. It's yeah. still, it's pointless the way it ended. Yeah, and then just like, even like the Comron thing, like how what happened there? I don't get the transfer, how that happened. That whole thing was really. I feel crazy. like Kamran, he he kind of he changed pretty quick. Like it was it was his his uh, transformation from like 
fully supportive, all in with like Kamala and then like switching back to like real quick, like angry at the world. Everybody sucks. That kind of thing was like, I don't know. It was unrealistic on the way that kind of fell, fell, fell. I felt like he made like four shifts in character in the series. And that was way too many times. Cause I feel like he was hard in on his mom, like, like you behind her. And then he was real quick on Kamala's side. And he was real hateful to the world. And then like after a 30 second conversation, he was like, you know what? These people are okay. And then like, <laughs> like he finally was talked down. It was, it was very, like, I think you were supposed to feel something as he made these transformations and you kind of really you just did. Yeah. 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 But yeah, Gibbs, go ahead and yeah. continue. Yeah. Uh, I agree with all that stuff, by the way. But yeah, just uh, the finale, I feel like it opened with like kind of the, the whole nightlight reveal thing. The parents were just like chill. Just like way too quickly, felt that that whole part felt rushed. Felt like it needed to be like more of a scene, and they kind of rushed through that, which felt like just kind of a pacing less episode. It was kind of weird. Um, and then it's like, then they're at the high school, and they're doing like this fun thing. Like that's a man. That's something about Marvel that bothers me. Like all the fun, like fight scenes when like people's lives are on the line bothers me so much like too much comedy in those moments <laughs> they're like doing like fun stuff with softballs and like laughing and I'm like I'm 100% there yeah, yeah I agree with you I agree we, we saw this in, in Thor 11 Thunder there was a lot like a serious moments where they like kind of cut away to like slapstick comedy like it was and, and don't spoil anything I'm, no I'm not I'm just gonna leave it there that. Yeah, but like yeah. they had moments like that in Thor 11 Thunder and I get what you're saying Marvel yeah. is like that's that's one of the things that they're notorious for, see, and it does. I, I don't know if hurt. I mind that because I, I actually like the contrast of the skeleton holding the knife for no reason to like do that, you know, chemistry explosion. Off the balloon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the you know the softballs. I I kind of like the contrast of that to like Bruno getting decked by the by the <laughs> DODC agents, and it's like whoa, like it's kind of a stark reminder, like they're actually in danger. Like he could like get maybe not killed, but like they beat the crap out of him. They did. You know? Okay. Yeah. Yes, but it also takes away from your like the so, so the scaredness that he should have for these people because they literally were just playing around like it was weekend at Bernie's in there, you know, running around like it's you know no yeah, joke. Yeah, that's fair. You know, like they're just tossing water balloons. It reminded me of like it reminded me of a scene that would normally be in like a. Um, like a Disney TV channel movie. Yes. Well, like, the, technically, this is what that is. I mean, it really is. You're, you're, you're not wrong. This is Fair. Disney Channel 2.0. That's kind, of, kind of how it felt. Fair. And um, also, like, the timing didn't make any sense because they were, like, they were outside of the building and they had, like, hours. Who knows how long yeah. to, yeah. like, plan and, and, you know and how set you up fix for that? This. You know how you fix that? Just don't show the scene where they look out the window and the cops are already there. Make it yeah, feel like right. the cops couldn't find them for hours, and then they finally found them at the school. Yeah. Instead, they like show them recognizing that the cops are outside, and then they somehow have all this time for a big, like chalkboard session yes. and to get the whole school booby trapped up, with with yeah. only six people. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like yeah. That's a that's an easy that's an easy edit to fix that, but I don't know. But to tell you the truth, like it, it was just like a lot of stuff just didn't make like the timing like. The, the usage didn't always make sense too, and like the fact that they entered the the school with C four, oh, I was yeah. like, <laughs> it was like the, yeah. the, like they were just like on completely different levels of like yeah. 
What I, is going on? I right will now? say they the the scene like the one dude was at like headquarters. He was like, "Don't do it. Don't go in there. Yeah. It's bad PR." Like, I mean, so they knew they shouldn't have gone in there. So the fact that they went in there with C four, okay, I I believe it because I mean they were they were warned <laughs> not to and told to stand down, and they still went in there. So I mean, I. I get what they were trying to portray there. So I, I can, the entrance of C4, I can let that slide. Well, I, I'm just saying because it, it, the way it felt in the, like, ma- the magnitude of the what, situation. Yeah. Like right? it, yeah. it felt like they were jerking you back and forth from what the way that the kids were reacting to the situation to where they were reacting to the situation. Mm. And it didn't always felt like you're just kind of being moved back and forth. And it didn't like, so, so it didn't make things feel weird in the episode. Mm. All okay. right. Let's, let's do this. Gibbs. What else do you have for us before we uh, we get into a more All systematic right. breakdown of the finale? Do you have any positives? Let's go. Let's see. Do you yeah. have any? Do you have got, any positives? I got, I got two more negatives and then two quick <laughs> negatives. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, let, no. Him, let him he keep going. He said positive. He said positive. <laughs> so the, it's not, so it's the, not time uh, for Ryan's raves yet. This is still rants. Another Ooh. thing. Another thing that was weird was like when uh, Miss Marvel, like when she finds out that her friends are in trouble. I think that's what happened. I can't remember, but she just starts sprinting through the air, like in broad daylight, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like over over people's heads. And I'm like, oh, you're you're just you're just out there being superhero. Couldn't <laughs> even try to be discreet. Uh, that was weird. Um, <laughs> that was <laughs> just but, uh, she's just flaunting it. Yeah. That was her Spider Man moment. Like legitimately, that was yeah, her Spider Man moment. The like, street, swinging, yeah. like like he swings through the street. Yeah. Well, Spider Man's higher, and he has more coverage on his uh, uniform. She just has like a little mask. And That's she just, true, but you know how far a mask can take you, man. It, That's it can, right. Yeah, it hides have, a lot. Have you ever seen The Incredibles? Exactly. I mean, yeah. People see what they yeah, want to yeah. see. Dude, Clark yeah. Kent was hidden with a pair of glasses. Yeah. Right? right. And I oh, still oh, don't know who Clark Kent is. And he wore his hair <laughs> slightly different. <laughs> yes. All right, Gibbs. You have another positive for this us. This is my last. This or my negative. Last, sorry. This is my last last negative. Oh my goodness! The fact that they called the Department of Damage Control the DODC drives me crazy <laughs> one too many letters why would you why would you put why would of get its own letter <laughs> in the acronym uh well okay well you're gonna say that department of justice doj is always called that is that oh uh, you're right i didn't even think about that well i was just thinking about like usually like usually those short letters I, I will admit lots of times those short things are not added yeah. but it's usually like the word the or something like that you're, Gibbs, Shimano just crushed you, bro. <laughs> 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 You're done. You're done. You'll never record well, this again. You're like, you're like the clandestines, bro. <laughs> mm. Just dusted. I'm questioning the DOJ now. But, uh, but yeah, but, I mean, the Department of Justice couldn't call it DJ. You know I, mean, I mean, if they did like call it something DJ, letters. they would be they would lose a lot of respect. But, but I'm saying, but that was a four-letter acronym they're doing. I'm it's, it's a mouthful. It is. I, I agree with you. It's a, it's a mouthful. Like, if you need three letters, keep the of in. But if you, Department you know, of if you have three, don't don't do a four. You know what I'm saying? All right. This like, is don't do a four letter acronym. Gibbs, yeah, I was going to talk about this later, but we keep talking about the Department of Damage Control. So I figured I might as well ask you guys this right now. Let's go. Let's go around the table. We got five of us. Let's all vote. Who is the better villain? The clandestines or damage control? <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is unanimous, but DODC is yeah. definitely the better villain. Damage control. I mean, I don't want to be the odd man out. No, of course. Come on. Gibbs? Yeah. What was the question again? 
<laughs> better villain, Damage Control or the Clandestines? Oh my goodness! I don't know. They're both like really disorganized and really like <laughs> well, terrible. specifically the the female. Uh, she went rogue. Agent. She, she went yeah, rogue. She was kind of a she turd was the sloppy. Time. Yeah, she got really sloppy. She had something to prove. I, I think I'd. <laughs> I think I'd go with the clandestine. Oh, oh, oh. jeez, really? Man. Prove yourself. That, that phone call, that phone call at the end, really turned me off. Where he's like, "You knew you shouldn't have done this. Click, you're fired. Click." I was like, "He's like throwing a temper tantrum." This is. They don't, they don't well, I mean, he warned them in the first place, like before they stormed the high school to get students. Like he warned them that it's not going to look good, and uh, yeah, they, they, he she didn't listen and. It literally blew up in her face, like literally blew up. Yeah. Ah. Right. And they slowly walk out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gabe, you got anything positive to say? Um, I like Kamala a lot. Yeah. I feel like no one else did her justice in the whole entire show, unfortunately. Mm. But I'm excited about her character moving forward because I think she has a lot of depth and her powers are cool. Like, yeah. Just her fight scenes are cool when she did show her stuff so thought the family dynamic was cool yeah absolutely um yeah i mean like she was she's a star she's gonna be i'm really excited about her moving forward yeah that's so, that's one that thing kind of my positive i'm uh, i'm glad that we're gonna get to see her in a in a movie context yeah um not kind of confined to the the tv show or even the characters that have been built around her in the show um if if one thing which obviously we've seen some things move from TV show to movies, and I hope we see more of that. Um, but yeah, I think Kamala Khan was such a good character, and of course, obviously, we have some some very uh, interesting things that will ex- be explained in further properties, further movies with with her identity and origin and stuff. But um, yeah, I'm excited to see more of her outside of this. Um, I'm, I'm glad she's getting a movie. Yeah, man, she oh, killed it. Movie. She, yeah, she, she absolutely like yeah, she, she did a phenomenal, phenomenal job. Uh, she was all in. Like her performance was fantastic from top to bottom. She really helped grow the character. Um, so, I mean, whatever. She, I mean, she's gonna be in Miss Marvel, the movie, uh, in which hopefully we see some footage. The Marvels, yeah, the Marvels. We see some footage soon. Um, there, I want. I want to see more of her. I want to see more of that character. I yeah. want to. I don't know. I just want to dive in deeper and see. W- where she can go. Like what's, what's her ceiling? Like, I really, I feel like she can be a good member, contributing member to the next uh, Avengers, whatever they are. I do think one of the biggest positives about this series is we got six episodes to introduce this new character who is going to be a big part of a big movie coming up. So yeah. we don't have to, yeah. we, we can kind of jump into whatever storyline. We don't have to wait, you know, have 20, 30 minutes of exposition about her, how she got her stuff, potentially rush that. Whereas now we have an entire series to get her, Footing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Good, man. Mm. Well said. Well said. You know, that's that's maybe a good segue to, um, you know, there's two big bombshells that happened in this movie. Or in this, in this show. show. Yeah, which was At the unexpected. End. Yeah. Completely. Both of them were unexpected. I mean, you could argue that the post credit scene, um, people were expecting to see, you know, Carol Danvers. No, I yeah. feel like they were hoping to see. Yeah. I don't know I, if they expected. Uh, I think I was always expecting it because the movie is is not that far away, and they had to kind of. That's I mean, the true. movie's still like a year away, which isn't that far. Yeah, like All for right. for a post credit scene, yeah. you would need to you would need to have a post credit scene rolled out, and you would almost need her to be there. So, anyways, let's talk about that before we talk about Bruno's bombshell line, which okay, yeah, which sure. through Reddit and Twitter and. 
the world. The world. You're talking about yeah. his new. You're talking about his new car, right? Yes, Cameron's <laughs> car. Yes, it's a good good ride. <laughs> uh, and Gibbs, feel free to jump in anywhere on this, brother. Um, but yeah, the post the post credit scene when we see Kamala laying in her bed with um, her uh, new outfit and she's looking at her bangle and her bangle is like lighting up. It's glowing. Maybe it's vibrating. I don't know if it's like shocking her, but it's, mm. it's got her attention. Well, it certainly looked different than the rest of the it, season. It, it was like yeah. different yeah. colors. Something was, different. Yeah, something was different. Something was different. She notices that she stands up and then she, for lack of a better term, and we could explain that what it really looked like here in a minute, but, uh, she turns into Carol Danvers, or she swapped places places with Carol Teleport. Danvers, one Teleported, of the two. Yeah. I say that the first thing, that because in the comics, she actually does turn into Carol Danvers, if, if that's kind of hard to maybe wrap your mind around, but it happens. Um, but nonetheless, uh, Brie Larson shows up. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. we do. We see her. So what was everyone's thoughts when you saw this scene? It, it, again, it's really yeah. weird. It's cool, but it's like, yeah. I don't know what happened. It definitely is a weird scene. Um, when, I, when it was happening and she gets thrown through the door and then Carol Danvers shows up, Brie Larson's there, I'm like, oh, <laughs> Okay, I did not. I did not expect that. I'm pretty sure yeah. I sold that last week when you did buy or sell. We're gonna see because you're always wrong. Yeah, yeah, of course, absolutely. Uh, I'm glad to be wrong about that. But she showed up. I we saw her. I was like, oh wow, okay, they're actually going there. What's what's the, what's the play here? And I don't know. It kind of left me like asking more questions. And so I went. I mean, I went on a, a big giant deep dive. Uh, but before I reveal what I kind of discovered, uh, I'll let you guys talk about what you thought was going on. Yeah, I felt like it was just kind of maybe they figured out something that the that was. Some the Cree technology that they had found with it uh, was able to connect with with Captain Marvel because she has a Cree connection, of course, in her own right, and it basically like uh, transported like th- that's kind of how I was seeing it, but I could be completely wrong with that. Yeah, the the thought that I had was maybe um, maybe she had the other bangle, um, or maybe she found it and put it on, or, or picked it up, and, and then all of a sudden they. Was she wearing one in the scene? I don't think she was wearing anything, but that was the only thought I had is like, okay, they kept mentioning a second bangle, second bangle. Uh, Of course, the first one was found on a blue arm, so obviously I think that's a Cree connection there. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that that was the thought that I had is that maybe uh, she discovered the other bangle and then uh, it, the other thought that i had is it looked like they just like copy and paste the the same vfx uh, from harry potter the disapparating uh, <laughs> like kind of the yeah um that, that was the only thought i had i was like that they didn't but it wasn't super original <laughs> as far as like the way it looked but um yeah I, I didn't i didn't really interpret it as she's becoming carol danvers because i mean she looked confused Obviously, she would be confused, but sure. she was looking around. Uh, yeah, I agree. Know? I don't think she became. I just mentioned it because in the comics, it, well, in the comics, and as it's like I'm explaining it on a podcast, it's kind of hard to yeah. say what happened. But Gibbs, you're still there, I think. So, what did you think when you saw that post credit yeah. scene? Ah, uh, uh, I, I don't know, man. That's why I listen to your guys' podcast because you guys kind of explain these things. But, <laughs> give different theories but my initial reaction was like i thought that she became um captain marvel that was like my knee-jerk reaction and then i watched it again and i was like oh wait a minute maybe she's like teleported there they switch spots like you said that's like that's right where i landed um how that happened i don't know and then i had a then i had a thought about like 
you know, she was able to go to the past about what the, you know, with the bangle, the train scene, that whatever. Then I started thinking about, well, there's like a time element. I mean, like, I mean, she, you know, I don't know, something about past or someone getting pulled back or going forward. That's, you know, it's a theme now, time travel or uh, multiverse stuff. So that's a... I don't know. It's kind of an unanswerable question right now, I guess. Okay. That's kind of my theory. Yeah. So I, I did some deep dives and I was trying to look for like comic sources, uh, like storylines in the comics. And, uh, so anyway, I was, uh, so Marvel, which we saw the villain in, uh, the Captain Marvel series, uh, who was technically the original, uh, Captain Marvel in the comic books. Um, so anyway, he comes in, in contact with uh, Negabands, N-E-G-A, Negabands. And so the bangle, I believe, the MCU is, since there's two of them, there's two Negabands in the comic books. I believe that the bangles are representing the Negabands, whether or not they keep them bangles or they reveal that the bangles are actually called the Negabands. But they come in two, and Marvel used them uh he would he he wore them he used them to power up and kind of you know uh transform i should say into captain marvel um so what this could possibly be is mcu's version of those mega bands and uh so when kamala her band was lighting up and everything was going kind of crazy um i believe that uh, Brie Larson's character, whether she's off world or on world or whatever, had just come into contact with or was holding or whatever the other bangle or negaband. Uh, and it was sensing it and because Kamala was wearing it, but but uh, Captain Marvel Brie Larson was just holding it. And so based on Captain Marvel's powers, which was given to her by the uh, Tesseract, right? Because mm-hmm. Tesseract. And uh, so anyway, so which is the space stone, which correct. yes, which, which is, would explain which how she expl- could just yes, there change go. like space and teleport. Yes, that's where I'm heading there. And so uh, because they were holding it, uh, they swapped places because the one bangle needed to go and reunite with the other bangle. Uh, they swapped places. So now Kamala, theoretically, wherever she is, is now with both bangles. But who knows where she is, whether it's off world or on world. Um, so in this, in the Marvel's movie, we may see Brie Larson's character trying to figure out what the heck is going on, which reveals that, oh, hey, Kamala is actually somewhere where she shouldn't be, um, because the Bengals are now joined together, but, uh, the Bengals will empower Miss Marvel even stronger than she really is, uh, it, what we've seen so far. So that's where I'm kind of at, um, what I kind of, I'm kind of, I'm going to, stand by that and say like, yeah, I think that's where they're going with the MCU. This is the MCU's version of the Nega bands. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. 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 All right. That sounds pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah. And so I I can get behind that. Although it's kind of weird. Like, I'm just wondering like, where is Kamala that now? Right. Correct. Like, Which isn't that the the hook to get you to Miss Marvel? If your theory if your theory's right, Mm -hmm. then she's about to pick up the second bangle and she should probably be all right. Right. Correct. Yeah. But in my head, I'm thinking, what if there's another reason that she traded places with um, with Carol? Maybe it's not because of the bangle. Maybe, in my thought, something Shimano said earlier, I've been kind of thinking that, especially because the bangle was found on a blue hand in, season, in episode two or three, yeah, right, yeah, back yeah. in 1942, 
that maybe the Bengals are um, t- Cree technology, and because of Carol's connection with the Cree, maybe I don't know. I don't really get it, but somehow Kamala and um, Carol just swapped. I don't get it. I don't know. I don't know if I believe you, Justin, but I like that like, where you're going. Hey, listen, I'm just taking what whatever happened <laughs> yeah. in the comic books that I was researching. Like that, I mean, MCU can interpret that or or you know redefine that yeah, however they want. They but, like to redefine things. They do. Right? They they combine characters. They go ahead and rewrite storylines. They, they do go it. from Inhumans to mutants. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And and this is this is what they could be doing. Yeah. I'm just telling you what the source material had and where potentially the MCU could be going. Mm. All right. Any thoughts on anything Justin said? Um, yeah, I did some similar kind of reading and stuff. And I think that's, that's pretty much the closest thing I could come up with too, of, of like what the bands are, what, you know, how they're going to relate to the, the movie, the Marvels is going to come out. Um, also, I, I don't know if this was just a throwaway reference, but in that scene where they found the original bangle on the blue hand, uh, when the the above shot was shown, there was like the the ten rings logo mm, on yeah, the floor. Yeah. Um, now, obviously, the ten rings with Shang Chi were another kind of ancient origin, powerful jewelry, <laughs> you know, bracelet type thing. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if there's some connection to that um, as well. Well, it might have some uh, play with the post credit scene in Shang Chi um, because Brie Larson was be- also there talking a, about the beacon. A beacon. Uh, yeah. yeah. So they may have some some connection there as well. Gibbs mm-hmm. likes it. Gibbs likes it. Dude, Shang-Chi was such a good movie. Yes. It's incredible. There it is. Yeah. Opti- is that optimism? Yes. <laughs> Dude, I, I love that movie. It was, it was a really good movie. It I, was. It I was really good. enjoyed it too. Um, the beacon thing, I didn't even think about that to just now. I mean, yeah, maybe that's something, maybe that's literally what it was. Is hey, that it was a beacon for the other... You know, what if, you know, in this series, which we think is happening, I think around the time of um, Shang-Chi, I'm trying to think, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to look at Carol's hair. Mm. It was longer. Yeah. I feel like she had a different look in Shang-Chi than she did in this show. Hey, teleportation. Can was, it longer, <laughs> was it longer or shorter in Shang-Chi? I think it was shorter, shorter in Shang-Chi. Yeah, she, had the well, full, she had the full Karen. It could have been something along oh. the lines of like, <laughs> it could have been something along those lines. She saw the beacon and then she had to go try to find it, do whatever it needed to do. And then when she actually found it, it had been a little while. So her hair grew and she touched it. And then that caused what Yeah, happens. maybe. Well, I'm just wondering like. I'm Googling that scene right now. <laughs> <laughs> something something in my, in my head in Shang-Chi in the, in the post credit scene. It was like the beacon. It was like you guys said. It was. It seemed like it was calling out to something. Right. And almost wonder like if the Bengal, like the Nor, like because you know how everyone in this show, all the clandestines and the Red Daggers, they can sense the Nor somehow. Yeah. Yeah. What if like there's a connection with the Ten Rings that it also sensed the Nor? Mm. I mean, and that's see the long hair. And like in some sense, like if the Nor is a threat, yeah, the Ten Rings could be calling out to its creator. Let's just say it's the Cree. I've been I've seen that here and there. Um, to like let the Cree know, hey, there might be some danger happening on Earth. You need to get here. Which would make sense if a potential uh, secret war, secret invasion with the Cree slash scroll becomes a thing. So like right? this could bring the Cree to Earth, causing the scrolls to kind of who are already established in the universe and blending in with society to kind of fear for their lives and mm. therefore have to be cause an uprising to yeah. fight 
decree. More colored aliens coming to Earth. Mm, here we go. Mm. Here we go. These ones are blue, though. Same. Yeah. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe Bruno is a uh, shape shifting. Oh wow! You, you just really want Bruno to be something, man. You and Shimada yeah. want Bruno to. Sway be. Sweat called it from episode one. He did yeah. the the Bruno villain arc. He called it. He called it, right? Didn't you? I don't know. Well, he doesn't well, remember. He doesn't remember because he hasn't been here in so long. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you did. I'm it pretty depends. sure you did. If it happens, friend zone, friend zone. If it happens, I'll, I'll totally say. Yeah, I it. yeah, yeah. Gibbs, did you find the scene on Google? <laughs> Confirmed. Same hair. Okay, so it was short hair. Well, she got like she got like mid middle middle length hair in the post credit scene. Okay, right. Uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of yeah, it's the, middle length. Uh, in the other one. Yeah, in yeah, like yeah. Well, well, like I said, who knows how long it actually took her to yeah. find yeah. it and be able to actually do anything with it. Be same outfit. To the scene, you know? Same, yeah, same outfit, yes. <laughs> yeah, she had the same costume on. Okay. Yeah. And she zips away in that scene. Like, she, like, she zips does. away. You're right. Yeah. Maybe that's just, maybe she went directly from there to, to there. It, it's all possible. <laughs> okay. Right, any yeah. other thoughts on the post credit scene? No, no. I think really. we covered it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's yeah, talk about what we, what we <laughs> well, really we're want. really here for. Yeah. What we're really here for. Dude, the mutant mutation. Yeah. All right. So first of all, first of all, <laughs> I'm watching. I want everyone's kind of experience as they see this, right? It says one week later, Bruno is at, you know, got Comron's car. They're having a fun little scene. And he like really wants to tell Kamala something. He says, hey, you know, I was doing some more research about, you know, you and uh, your genetic makeup and Kamala, there's something different about your genes. And I swear on my life, guys, I thought he was about to say inhuman. Mm. And I stood up because, you know, we're all Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fans and we know, well, not all of us. Most of us are Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fans. <laughs> and, uh, and we know that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. dives deep into the inhuman lore. It's a, yes. it's a massive part, maybe the biggest arc of the whole show. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And I was fired up because in the comics, Kamala Khan is and is an inhuman. And Gibbs, how far are you in Agents of Shield? You've been watching it, right? Uh man, it's been a while, but dude, my that one that one like agent that turned never Careful. saw that coming. Uh, at the yeah, beginning. Yeah, it's, it's wild, sad. trust yeah, me. Yeah, 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 it's wild, dude. man. Yeah, no, like, my right. heart was pumping <laughs> that whole time. Yes. I'll probably watch it at some point. Yeah, but. no, it's mm-hmm. so good. It's so good. But anyways, Inhumans are so... talking about so, season one. Yes, right? I know. <laughs> yes, yeah. turn, yes, turn, turn. Yes. All right, listen. In, in season, or um, in uh, in Age of S.H.I.E.L.D., Inhumans, <laughs> it's, it's a massive part. And we know Kamala to be an Inhuman from the comics. So I was like, dude, they're finally going to say Inhumans. Because despite there being an Inhuman in Multiverse of Madness, they didn't say it. They didn't, well... No, they did. They did mention they did it, say didn't they? Yeah, they yeah. did. Okay, okay. So we do have one acknowledgement mm. in the main MCU. But aside from that, that was on a different universe. In Earth 616, there's no mention, no mention of it in the all. main MCU, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. According to Feige. So I thought, dude, I stood up. My wife's sitting to my right. I stood up. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> we're about to get it. And then he said, like, uh, mutation. Mm. And I can't describe to you guys how, mm. how hard my jaw hit the floor. Deflated. Oh, <laughs> no, no, I wasn't no, deflated. No, 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 no. I wasn't deflated. It was more like I was really excited for one thing, but then I got a whole lot more yeah. excited. Yeah. A little confused, oh, more excited. but still excited. It's like your parents, like, you find out that your parents is going to buy you a car, and you're like, oh, it'll be like a nice Honda Civic. And then you find out it's a Maserati. Yeah, there like, you go. There you go. <laughs> That's what it is. Oh. 
So, I mean, they mentioned, Bruno mentioned to Kamala in the beginning that the bangle kind of unlocked something with, within her. Yeah. Um, and so well, the bangle was kind of like the uh, like the initiator of the mutation. And then, for the example... The radioactive spider. Yeah, yes, essentially the radioactive yeah. spider. Yes, cool. yeah, good. Um, but then, like, if you think about it... Um, they they confirmed that like the mind stone kind of unlocked WandaVision's powers more than it was originally, so that could have caused the mutation in her. Which she is a mutant. Which she is a mutant in comic yep, books. In the comic books, and then if you think That's about right. it, um, the the Tesseract kind of unlocked whatever was in uh, or gave Carol Danvers her powers. So like maybe they're going mutant that that direction too. So maybe they're they're well. What I'm getting at is that. Uh, things or events or objects are creating or causing these mutations. And so uh, if they're going to start introducing mutants, there's going to be a, a event, a, a something, some catastrophic Triggering. event uh, that triggers. Oh, oh, and let's not forget about Monica Rambo. The she, yeah. her powers were kind of brought on by her interaction with Wanda, which yeah. essentially the, is a, the hex. Yeah. The hex, like she was blown out through the force field. So in activating her power. So power, the mutation yeah. is being created. It's, it's there. It's dormant and is being uh, brought to light through um, some event. So what movie coming out in hopefully the foreseeable future is going to cause a catastrophic event that's going to, um, create these mutagens or these these mutations within individuals to bring up bring apart uh, bring to the universe the mutants mm. yeah that we know as the X Men Quantumania <laughs> I mean yeah Maybe. I mean Quantumanium for sure. Um, I don't know I Maybe. depending Delta. on where depending on the direction that Black Panther goes maybe Black Panther mm. Gibbs what were you trying to say Ralph Boner. Ralph Boner. <laughs> yeah. 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 Way to go, buddy. Um, Way to go. I'll, uh, I'll kind of tell my, my take on, on yeah. my, my story of, of Let's watching it. see how you it. experienced it. So I am, uh, I'm watching it early on release day and uh, kind of watching it pretty quiet because my, my wife's across the room. And so I'm just on my iPad. And I the only thing that I heard was a mutation. I was like, oh, snap. Like that could mean... What, what does that mean? Do you like, instantly go back 10 seconds? Well, and I, I was like, I, I thought about it. I was like, I, I think he means mutants. I think he means, means mutants. And then I was texting with you guys. And I was like, I was trying not to, I didn't know who had seen it and who had not. So I was like, that one word that, you know, kind of could mean what I think it means. And then Justin replied those, oh, it means that because of the music stinger. And I was like, what? wait, what music stinger? I had it turned down so low that I couldn't even hear the background music on from my iPad. So I had my headphones on. And I played it again, and I heard it just loud and clear, the, the, the X-Men animated theme song, X-Men theme yeah. song. And I got so happy. like I, I was Literal like, chills, man. Yes. When I yes. heard that, I was yes. chilled. Because I, I had like two two waves of it. The first was just hearing the word mutation, and I was like, that's got to mean mutant. And then when I confirmed it you know, with the, the music stinger, I was like, oh, man, here we go. And I just It made me so much more excited for the future. Of like, okay, what now? They're going there. They're going that direction. They're going there, and and now having seen, obviously, we saw Patrick Stewart, uh, Sir Patrick Stewart, excuse me, yes, in the uh, the Multiverse of Madness with that um, music introduction to that music, same the same music stinger. So I'm wondering what um what the introduction into the the six one six universe is going to look like. Um, whether it's a like you mentioned, just a particular event that begins to unlock these genes in people, or um, if we're going to just start with some folks maybe were already triggered by the um, 
maybe buy the snap yeah. uh, or yeah. the snap back, you know, whatever uh, there's could have, you know, it could tie back to a lot of different yeah. catastrophic events. I mean, we, we still have the multiverse to work with. They could bring like somebody over that we already know and then start creating new mutants and cherry yeah. pick the ones that's, that they actually want to keep. That's the only thing that I'm wondering, like, I mean, we already have a, a you know, extensive canon of X-Men movies and origin stories and all that. Like, you know, maybe we just jump right into the, into the middle and, uh, maybe we bring in a Charles Xavier. Maybe we I, like. I don't know how this. I is said this be off the pod. Introduced. I can't remember if I said this to you, Gibbs, when I was just with you, or if I said it to someone else. But I think that the statement you just made, Shimano, of like, well, we have the multiverse to work with. I think I'm throwing in the towel on expecting the multiverse to ever bring a long term arrival. You know, like mm. every time, like when I when we saw the Thor Love and Thunder trailer, I was like, oh. Maybe that's a different Jane Foster from the multiverse. Right. It's not. Oh, like, you know, all these possibilities that could happen in Multiverse of Madness, and they're, they're not. So do you think they yeah. oversold the multiverse? No, I think I blew it out of my expectations, well, took it too far. I've watched too many YouTube videos. <laughs> I've had too many discussions with you guys yeah. on the pod. Yeah. Well, And I don't think they're going to do anything like that. I think, yeah. I think they're going to have mutants... Origin in six one six, including only, a young, yeah. you know, Agneto, a young pr- Professor Xavier. I think all that kind of stuff could be mm. origin from six one six. The only remaining hope I think we have for any multiversal activity is Quantumania with Kang. Um, like, there's still mm. some multiverse story to to happen there. Yeah, um, which Loki set up because true, there, true, there's true. Gonna, there's well, there's going to be Loki season two. There's going to be Quantumania. Um, and so I think there's still some multiversal possibilities. I don't think it's quite closed and sealed and, you know, signed, sealed, delivered. I think we, we still could get some. But um, I, I think overall I have the same vibe as you. I don't think – I'm trying to temper those expectations even now because of what I saw with Multiverse of Madness. I thought we were going to get a little more of And with Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought well, Spider-Man, Spider-Man was going to be more too. long-lasting yeah. and it ended in that movie. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's well, one thing that I, I, you know, with this movie format, they have to tell a tight, clean story each time with clear victories or mm-hmm. clear kind of endings. Right. And so... They got to stand alone. So. Like, for one, you know, and I wasn't here for the Thor discussion, or but I think... One of the the saddest things about that movie is that Gore's just gone. We, oh, have, we, will, yeah. we will have no more of one of the best villains that Marvel's had in years. Oof. So that that kind of thing just really drives me nuts with these movies. Is that it puts a tight, you know, nice bow on the story, but then if you go to the comic books, there are storylines after storylines after storylines. Um, but you know, now we we have no more of Captain America, no more Iron Man, no more. Gore, you know, like all these things get tied up in these tiny, you know, kind of neat bow tied stories. And it makes me depressed mm. about what, what could they possibly bring in the future? I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. Don't mean to go all depression. They really this, killed but. Gore. What's that Gibbs? They really killed Gore. Oh, dang. Sorry. Spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> That's okay. My bad. That's frustrating. They did That's Gibbs, right. but let's be honest, man. I mean. I that, think all four of us probably at this table at least could have told you that was probably going to happen. Yeah, you yeah. probably know that going. But in. you, I will say, you won't expect how it's coming. I'll yeah. say that. No, yeah, yeah, no you'll way. Be, I think, I think you'll enjoy that Sorry. aspect of it. Sorry, bud. Sorry, everyone yeah. listening. Well, hey, I just had to go on a little rant there myself, man. dude. You know For what real? that is? That's sweat, like being bitter about his experience on the movie night and missing Gore's entire origin. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah just, you missed his unfolding. He's like, the- somebody else is going to feel a sliver <laughs> yeah. of my pain, and it's going to be Ryan. Yeah. Yep. 
Dang. That's that's funny. But uh, this, this actually can we just, just get go ahead. Can we just get, get Kang just to live on though. Can we just can I we mean, just be the big bad? That's what we're hoping for, but we've gotten literally nothing, nothing nothing to do with him. But uh, something just popped on my head right now. (laughs) Something just popped on my head. So multiverse, you were talking about the multiverse, how it's going to be a big thing. What if like the multiverse is not actually going to be like an ongoing thing, but it's going to be the thing that saves them from an event that's about to happen. So for example, secret wars, if that is going to happen and it's going to, and like, it's going to end in like, chaos and there's going to be like a catastrophic event or whatever right and the only way that they can save themselves from this event is by going through the multiverse to another establishing themselves in another like what if the multiverse is the, the is the end game like getting out of the situation rather like than Mars. starting the like situation so, so like rick and morty where they go to the universe and like yeah. kill themselves <laughs> and like they they have the uh, kind graves of, in the backyard honestly, yeah. they just start keep living their lives there uh, except less <laughs> gruesome but yes yeah, yeah. yeah kind of maybe their way of differentiating differentiating themselves from the infinity you know saga yeah yes. you know almost mm. i just think overall the multiverse to me has been a lot of hype and like it hasn't really delivered yeah so I, true that that's what my, my one thing is Shimato's statement about like, hey, we got the multiverse to work with. It's like, I used to say but, that all the but time. Do, but do but it. I don't. Yeah. But I'm, I'm done. Hey, because Loki like in, season two. It's a for sure going to deal with the multiverse. Yeah, yeah but it doesn't and mean that we're going to get a long-term something from it. You know, like... You think it's always well, going to be in the background? It's yeah, always going to be something like, that's going on. My thing is like, if you're not going to give me like Magneto, like the Magneto we know and love, mm-hmm. what what good <laughs> is the multiverse? There's two versions of that for me, but yeah. <laughs> Fine, either one. <laughs> well, I, I think we all thought that there was going to be this cherry pick like uh, Shimada was saying this cherry picking of okay we like this actor and this character if we don't like the other actors we've seen maybe we can bring somebody in new and then kind of piecemeal together what universe we want to have moving right forward. yeah but i do you know i think there there needs to be a sense in which things can be reset you know for this particular universe um although this would be like the third reset for the the mutants true um, correct but also, I'm hoping, you know, maybe at some point in the future, I was, I was having this conversation with my, my wife about, uh, you know, we're going to be having a kid soon, which is kind of cool. But I was thinking, I'm sad that I'm not going to get to go see the movies that originally were coming out with the, with, as Marvel was expanding and, like, the universe was growing and going to see the X-Men, you know, kind of you know, before that and the original Spider-Man. Like, all these movies that I love, like, I don't know what's coming in the future. I don't know what movies I'm going to go get to you know, take my kid to see and it kind of scares me, but it also excites me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what are they going to bring out of all this that they're building? Mm. I just have no idea. So it's kind of, uh, I'm hopeful, but I'm also like, I don't know what, what more good could they bring to us? We'll see. I don't know. Hey Gibbs, do you have any other thoughts? Mm. We're going to, we're going to close shop soon. Anything else you're dying to say or questions you have? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think, yeah, I think the multiverse thing is, um, I kind of agree. I think it could have been really cool, but it's almost like if you open that door, it becomes too big. Like everything becomes too big and too complicated to tell. Yeah, great. In these two-hour window, two-hour windows, and pointless. I think that's another thing to bring out is like if you bring in the multiverse, then it's like, oh, we just, oh, you kill off Spider-Man. Oh, we're gonna take. Spider-Man Here's from another this one. universe. Mm, He's yeah. not really yeah. dead. Right. You know? Well, that, that ironically, that might actually be happening. The, the stakes go away. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like yeah. some of the stakes will go yes. away because you can just bring, 
like, you know, or you bring another version in to, you know, replace right. that. So you don't yeah. feel like you're losing the actor. You don't feel like you're losing that. Right. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. That's it's going to be, it's going to be the way that I think they're going to do it is like the whole multiverse is going to be related to like Kang's character. It's going to be like a common theme that kind of runs through the whole concept. And they can tell a story that way. But yeah. I think it has to be grounded in like one character and their actions, you know, is has to be grounded somewhere else, you know, it's infinite possibilities. So mm. I think that's kind of the, I think that's, if I had to get, I think that's the direction it's heading. It's like kind of like the Loki thing where it's like, there's all these Kangs and all these different universes and they're wreaking havoc and it's going to be centered around Kang and multiverse and, you know, something's going to, I think he's going to be the big bet. I mean, I'm, I'm excited. I hope he is. I think he's awesome. Well, Let's let's finish on that. We 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 need to wrap it up because we're almost at an hour. Yeah, and and we've gone way off from Miss Marvel. <laughs> we have, we have, but that, that that's really, a good that's a good thing that Miss Marvel could spark this kind of conversation. That's right. That's, that's a good true. point. That's, that's a really good point. There's been a lot of shows where it just ended. And we're like, yeah, you know, yeah, so Hawkeye, about that Moon Knight, right? Yeah. Hawkeye, that was <laughs> uh, you know, interesting. Right, right. Yeah. So, anyways, um, let's talk about Kang for a second. Okay. Okay. Um. Answer yes or no. Just answer. You don't have to explain yourself. We'll start with Sweat. We'll go around the table. Do you think Kang is the next Thanos-level threat? Maybe not quite Thanos-level, but the idea of like the overarching big bad Sweat, yes or no? No. Justin? Yes. Yes. Okay. Come on. <laughs> Gibbs? Gibbs, are you yes? <laughs> yeah, man. Come on. Okay. I want that. But I'm just going to throw yeah. out, and, and Sweat, I want you to tell me if, if you're thinking my wavelength here. Okay. Just going to throw out a little, a little pebble in your shoe. The two okay? Tylers. Yeah. That's right. We're, we're teaming up. Um, <laughs> Team Tyler. That's it. Okay. Recently, Kevin Feige came out with an interview, and he said that the future Big Bad will be revealed soon. Yeah, that that's what. Didn't I was he about. say reveal? Did he say revealed? Yes. That that was what I was going to mention. Okay. If, if we got a chance to explain myself, was that the exact same thing? He, that it was not. It was said that basically we haven't seen it yet. Okay, which and, technically with Kang, you haven't seen Kang. You've ah, seen variants of Kang. Okay, fair, fair. However, you literally saw he who remains. Uh, fair, but just stay with me, yeah. and maybe this is just. Yeah. A, Maybe this is I'm a chop hold you on, down. Hold on, hold on. Going. This is maybe another pod. Maybe we need to end this pod and start another one. But I'm just gonna maybe. throw a little. I'm gonna throw a little pebble in your shoe, and then we'll end the pod, and it'll be a cliffhanger. <laughs> Mutation. Mm. The line was dropped just a few weeks after Feige had that interview. We know that the sto- the whole storyline of mutants in general, talking about the public, like uh, upheaval, opinion, yeah. the opinion, the divided nature. The culture war, if you if you will, like they can go a lot of directions. Not limited. Uh, not only that, but they can also. There's a quite a few good mutant villains. Yeah, right. That's for sure. So I'm not saying it's not Kang, but I'm but I am saying, like, if it was me, if I was Kevin Feige, I probably wouldn't have done stuff with mutants for like five years. I really wouldn't because mm-hmm. I think there's enough happening with Marvel that they don't necessarily need it, you know? But to drop this mutation line here, I don't know how quickly they can rise, raise up a villain to kind of be the big bad for Marvel. Mm. Um, but it does make you wonder if something about the next big bad is mutant related. 
Just saying. I mean, sure. I mean, I hope I hope that's the case. T roll. Yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead, Gibbs. Gibbs. Dude, the whole build up in the Loki, where they're going up the castle and they're like, you know, the interview like, is it Doctor Doom? Is it so and so? Is it so and so? And there's this huge speech where Kang just like goes in this monologue about how he's, you know, it's all about the multiverse. It has to be him. It can't. It can't be anybody else. It's got to be him. It's true. That's, that's my thought. The, the speech that's my that he who remains gives, like, I, it leads me to believe, like, that's it. It's gonna be that. It's gonna be that because they're dealing with universal slash multiversal slash like end all be all conversation there. Like, they're talking about the existence of multiple universes. Is what they're talking about with he who remains in, in the Loki series. So. I really feel like Kang has to be the end-all be-all. And the fact that we haven't gotten another snippet of him, either whether it's a variant or something, leads me to believe that like the reveal that Feige was talking about was just Kang as an overall Kang, like not he or me. Yeah, kind of like, like a big reveal Kamala, in WandaVision was Kamala another vision. The, <laughs> yeah. Which, well, where is he? That was Paul Bettany going off script. Marvel. You know what I'm saying? No, Gibbs, not, we don't know what you're saying because we didn't hear you. But if you could say it again. Well, like, I was saying when I when he said when you're talking about the reveal thing, I'm like, it's Kamala Khan, and then she puts on the mask, and then she's Miss Marvel. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the mask. Like, the- Kang's there. Kang's there, and then he puts on the big bad hat, and then he's the big bad. You know what I'm saying? He's revealed as the big bad. Sure. You know what I'm sure. Also, the way that I felt like Feige was saying it was more like that he's going to reveal himself. So the villain will reveal himself. So he'll be showing himself to the heroes. Whereas Maybe. up until this point, he who remains hasn't really been the villain. He hasn't really been Kang yet. So right. like as you were saying, right. like so he's not going to be uh, you know unleashed on the universe he's, quite yet. He's been the, benevol- the benevolent Kang so far. Yeah. Or yeah. setting the stage for the... The Kings to to let loose, yeah. Um, the variants. I I think you know one of the things I think that Kang is set up as a clear villain for the Quantum Mania movie and and for Loki season two or however that's going to play out. One of the things that I've been noticing, um, and I'm sure we all have, that things have been getting more and more cosmic is not the right word, but like super like uh, super over and above like we've seen watchers we've now seen eternity it's and taking place it, outside of new york is what you're talking about well well i'm saying it's, <laughs> it's like jersey yeah. city yes. yeah <laughs> out of new york out of jersey city out of like the common realm of like among even the gods like we we literally got all the way to the to the top or nearly to the top of of even like the the grandest of characters that, that marvel has in eternity um even in that same uh, oh gosh, sorry. I keep forgetting. Some of you might not have seen. Uh, spoiler, spoiler. Sorry, my bad. Goodness gracious. Um, so sorry. Um, but there were. I'll, I'll just mention this. I'll say this. There were other figures presented there that I'm wondering. Perhaps like we're gonna get something that's even more beyond what we're expecting as far as a character. Mm-hmm. There might be more of a goodness that's i need everyone to go see the movie (laughs) that's no that's definitely possible i can see where what you're talking about but i i i feel like a multi-universe threat is is the end-all be-all like it it, i feel like it has to be like one individual mutant on Mm -hmm. one universe is the villain 
okay, cool. But somebody who threatens multiple universes is not a, a, the big bad? Like, come on. I Well, see, what, what my thoughts are, are what if, what if, there, <laughs> there were this multiversal threat that we're sweeping through that a even higher power said, okay, it's time to end uh, it. Time to end, uh, time all, to right, end all, all right. Okay. okay. All right. You know here's what, what we need to do. We need to, we need to shut the pot. <laughs> they also just killed <laughs> Scarlet. So what you say, Gibbs? What'd you say, Gibbs? They also, they also just, uh, they also build up, you know, the Scarlet Witch and then offer. So <laughs> I guess it could happen. Or they build they? up gang and then offer in quantum media. Scarlet so. Witch would have been a, uh, a great big bad for more than one movie, but I'll just take, I'll take one W on that one. That's all. Um, yeah. You're okay. right. If it, you did call it, man. I did. I did. I'm usually on not right podcast. about things, but. Um, all right. And again, I was just throwing a pebble in everyone's shoe. Yeah, I'm not well, saying it's not Kang. What did you, you know? do? Well, you opened yeah. the freaking doors here. Yeah, okay. and which is why we're going to end this pod and we're going to record another one. Okay? I won't sleep so. tonight. <laughs> Kim said he won't sleep tonight. Oh, all right, man. listen. Uh, it's time to wrap it up. Big shout out to everyone who stuck around and listened. We really appreciate you. Please share this podcast with your friends. I mean, Marvel, the Marvel world is expanding every every month. I don't really know when the next thing's coming out, but mm. we will be here to review it. Um, so please come on back. Uh, big shout out to um, Gibbs for joining us for this pod. Thank you, Gibbs. Glad to have you. Anytime you want to come on for Ryan's rants, you're welcome, buddy. So, thank you, brother. With all that in mind, for my good friends Sandy, Shimato, T Sweat, and Ryan Gibbs, this is T Roll saying thank you so much for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time, you peasants. <laughs> <laughs>